Hi and welcome to the Very Short Introductions podcast. From creativity to slang and modern drama to psychopathy, we'll showcase a concise and original introduction to a wide range of subjects, wherever your curiosity may take you. So here is today's very short introduction. Hello, my name is Pippa Verdi. I'm an Associate Professor in South Asian History at De Montfort University in Leicester. And I am also currently a visiting fellow at the Oxford Centre for Islamic Studies. I've been interested in the history and study of South Asia now for over 20 years. I have an academic as well as personal connection to the subcontinent. I was born in the Punjab, though I've spent much of my life living outside. The Punjab province, along with Bengal, was partitioned in August 1947 when colonial rule ended in British India. My previous research has been on the immediate and longer term legacies for both India and Pakistan following the partition of the Punjab. It was through this that my interest in Pakistan developed further as I have been lucky enough to access and spend time in both countries. In many ways, I am both an insider and an outsider, and I hope that I can bring a unique perspective to my very short introduction to Pakistan. It was during the early stages when I began doing research on what else was available in the marketplace that I realised that was a very one-dimensional approach to writing about the history of Pakistan. In Western literature, it was approached as a security concern. In Pakistan, it was through the nationalist and two-nation prism. For India, it was the other, and for others, it hardly mattered. I was therefore keen to do something which was a little bit more nuanced and reflective of a more complex history of this young and vibrant, but nonetheless troubled. One thing became very clear early on in the history of Pakistan was how to reconcile its territorial inheritance with being a newly created Islamic Republic, and then how to create a national culture from and for this diverse population. This was the starting point in trying to disaggregate the people, culture, traditions from the political aspirations of the nation state. The former has an unbroken connection with the ancient past, the latter is a political project. The tension points between these two are explored through various prisms in my work. As a historian, I naturally look to the past to understand contemporary society and how and why it has developed the way it has. In trying to do this, I went back in time to approach it from a history of the land and its people, and not only as a 70-year-old snapshot of a new nation that emerged from the end of British India in August 1947 to become the first nation-state created on the basis of religion. At the heart of this was the political idea of Pakistan as a homeland for the Muslims of British India. It would have been easier to start in August 1947 when Pakistan, both the West and the East, came into being. But without tracing its diverse and dispersed historical past, it is difficult to appreciate firstly why Pakistan came into being and secondly why it developed into this military bureaucratic complex that lost its eastern wing in December 1971 and why it appears to be constantly balancing on a tightrope. For me, the longer continuities between the land and its people are as important as the shorter changes in the political landscape. In trying to write a long history of Pakistan, I came across 5,000 Years of Pakistan, an archaeological outline by R.E.M. Wheeler, first published in 1950. Its preface noted that the book was intended to present the imposing material heritage of Pakistan to the outside world. 
An equally important purpose was to preserve this inheritance for future generations of the newborn nation. Wheeler was the Director General of the Archaeological Survey of India from 1944 to 1948 and thus found himself in the middle of that tumultuous period which saw the birth of Pakistan. He took up an advisory role in the new state, helping to organise its archaeological department and establish a national museum in its capital, Karachi. He became the first president of Pakistan Museums Association and played a mediating role in the partition of their historical heritage between India and Pakistan. Of course, the title of the book is a willful paradox, for Wheeler argues for a 5,000-year-old history of a nation just born. Considered state propaganda, the book set out to trace a long history of Pakistan and Wheeler followed it up by writing another book on the Indus civilization in 1953, which celebrated the major sites of one of the oldest civilizations in human history, now located inside one of its youngest nation states. The theme of the ancient and the modern provides the foundations of my work, which are important in understanding the land, people and the culture. Importantly, Pakistan is not a homogenous society. It is multilingual, multi-regional, multi-ethnic, multi-religious, and these diverse groups of people form a multi-layered society. I have attempted to bring into focus the lesser explored themes to provide a more rounded and nuanced understanding of Pakistan. I start with the idea of Pakistan and the ideological beginnings and how this has been consolidated but also how it has led to fragmentation, namely the creation of Bangladesh in 1971. This is an important watershed moment because thereafter Pakistan follows a different trajectory, influenced by both internal and external factors. Whilst the breakup of Pakistan was a blow to the foundations of why Pakistan was established in the first place, the position and conditions of minorities, be these religious or ethnic minorities, continues to be a source of tension for those wanting a more clearly defined homogenous Islamic nation. I've also attempted to provide an account of the debates and discussions taking place around who is a Pakistani and what is Pakistan's national culture. There is an overview of what used to be a vibrant music and film industry and how these intersect with increasing religiosity and piety. The role of the global Pakistani diaspora is explored alongside sports and Pakistan's relationship with the outside world. My sources, apart from turning to establish scholars of Pakistan, also include poets, writers, musicians, artists, activists, and the very people who create the fabric of society. It is, of course, impossible to cover everything, though I have tried my best. But I hope there is enough to provide you with a glimpse of complex society and people that inhabit what is Pakistan and perhaps leave you with a thirst of wanting to discover a little more about the land and the people. Thank you for listening to the Very Short Instructions podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher to receive new episodes directly to your podcast feed. All of our episodes, new and old, can also be found on SoundCloud and YouTube at OUP Academic.